to the final day, day 39, and it's a it's a very emotional day for Kelly. <laughs> I don't know. Richard is uh, kind of just doing nothing, but Kelly gets emotional about just reflecting on the game and just thinking about her decision to join the Alliance and regretting it and just wanting it to be over, basically. Yeah, this whole game has weighed so heavily on her. Like, she's not... She has not enjoyed making it this far. What the things she's had to do, and I really don't think she's done that much bad stuff to get there. She's just kind of coasted and gone, you know, the, let the chips fall where they may, and they fell in her favor. And she didn't go out of her way to make things nice and peachy for everybody. But I really don't think she was going very far out of her way to to get to the end. And you know, she didn't seem that brutal. But it's. And I think that's probably why it, it weighed so heavily on her because she, she fe feels like, you know, like I didn't mean to do that to all those people, but here I am standing at the top two. And what does that say about me? <laughs> right. She regrets the alliance. She regrets trusting Sue. Um, she's going to regret it a little more uh, tonight after the, after the <laughs> tribal council, after hearing Sue's speech to her. Uh, but Richard is constantly thinking about just the game and winning the game because he's yeah. thinking about what questions are they going to ask me? How do I answer? How do I win? Because he, he says that it would be fine to win second place and get the 100K, but he really wants the million. Yeah, it's great to get another just Richard scheming scene again. Uh, I love how lonely the camp just the whole island feels at this point when they're just walking around and you see all these fun places and this tree and these waters where all this fun like stuff happened so much earlier now it's just quiet and it's just these two and i think i probably would have burned a bunch of stuff too <laughs> yep we talked about it earlier they're gonna burn the camp down and the super pole is like front and center in one of the one of the camera shots right in the middle of the fire. Yeah, like the first shot of the fire, you would just see Super Pole burning away, poor Sean. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because even though they're just burning a bunch of junk, this is Survivor Season 1. All these things could have been auctioned off for probably millions of dollars. <laughs> like, the, I mean, they're, they've are they got to be iconic. Imagine, it's iconic to me. Imagine how expensive or how much people would pay for the Super Pole 2000 with the the way that thing pulls fish in after fish come on yeah yeah how could you not spend all your money on that <laughs> uh kelly we get one quote from kelly before tribal council where she said she's worried because richard never pretended that he wasn't playing the game and i think that ends up being the key to him winning is that he was always playing the game and he was always about i'm playing to win I have a strategy, I'm planning things, I know that this is not real life, and I know that it might hurt people, but I want to win. Yeah, I will give it to him there too. He was probably the most consistent that way. He never, like you're, like you said, he said that in so many episodes. He's like, it's just a game, it's just a game. Yes, I'm hurting these people, but it's part of the game. It's part of the rules. It sucks. This is what you have to do to win. Uh, unlike some others who were saying the same things susan cough cough but also complaining about backstabbing and betrayed trust i can't believe they did that to me yep 
And before they get to tribal council, we get a segment where each jury member is going to have a quick, uh, quick clip of them talking about what they're mm-hmm. thinking going into the vote. What did you think about this section? This is where Rudy says that he liked Rich the whole time. Yep. I did appreciate that a lot. I was like, oh, I think, I think Rudy is th- has done. Uh, he's attempted to hide the fact that he and uh, Rich, or at least in his mind, maybe not Rich's mind, but in his mind, have become friends, and he sees Rich as a leader. Uh, so painful to say that because I think Rich also took on the role of the leader, and it's painful to say that because I remember what my words were about Rich when we first saw him. And I remember my first impressions of him as this guy that just really wanted to be the leader, but nobody was listening to him. And everyone was just kind of annoyed with him. But eventually he fell into that role pretty uh, safely and kind of remained as that role for the entirety of the show. And Rudy obviously expects him a lot for that. Yeah, my favorite parts of this section are Colleen says that it's really difficult, a really difficult vote because is anybody so happy Kelly's there or is anybody mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm so glad Rich is there? No, and she just wants, th- she says that they, I'm assuming they is the jury, not like America. Yep, yep. But she says they just want it, they, they just, just want, want it to end, end and yep. go home. Yeah. Yeah. Love hearing <laughs> a little more Colleen before the end. Yep. She's great, even in this brief time of this this segment, and then when she asks her question, she is just like such a fan favorite. She knows what's going on. Yeah, that's why we love her. Yep. And Jenna's glad that she got voted out when she did because she can't be ruthless or lie. Yeah, that's probably so true. And oh man, it it, it does seem like you have to do that to win now. Which makes me so excited for future seasons because I feel like people are going to be a, a lot more conniving. They're going to, who like, who are you going to model your strategy after? You're going to model it after Richard. He's the winner. So people, I feel like, are going to just be constantly trying to be the snake and at probably varying degrees of success. Right. It's that's very, that's a very astute point because a lot of people look back on this first result and it's like what how would the history of the show be different if kelly had won and it would probably be a lot more people like trying to pretend like they're not playing the game and that they're just doing they're just following their heart and they don't want to you know backstab anyone and uh, richard's win allows people to kind of feel more comfortable with however they want to play the game yeah i'm yeah i'm so excited to see what the future seasons hold. But before we get to season two, we got to close out season one. So uh, there's, is there more of this? <laughs> there's there's some there's some more here. There's uh, the best of the show left yes. in this episode. Yep. So we get to the final tribal council and they bring in the jury. And this is something that I don't think they had said before. The winner is going to also get a, a car. Did you? Yeah. This We haven't heard this before, right? I, not that I know of. They're like, yeah, we're taking $100,000 out of your money to spend it for you because we got a brand deal along the way. <laughs> so the winner is going to get a million dollars in cash in that trunk. Uh, in, oh, I thought it was 900000 Well, Is it a million? It's a million. Okay. Yeah. It's a million. I think Susan says 900000 probably because she was adjusting for tax. 
She was adjusting for what second place gets, which is a hundred thousand. Oh, okay. so it's an extra. You're either gonna win one hundred k or I see. yeah, yeah. I by the way, I think that's so lame. Second place should get nothing. It should be so brutal for second place. They all get something. I it, but it just the end should be so intense, and you it it just feels like everybody wins when you give a hundred thousand. That's a lot of money. If I got a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like, oh no, I missed out on a million. Like I'm not gonna be that disappointed. That's kind of what Richard says earlier, is that he would be proud of his game, but and, mm-hmm. and he wants the million, but he would be happy with 100K also. What do you even do with a million dollars? No one needs that much money. Put it away in a bank. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Jeff first congratulates all nine of them for making it to the final core of nine that stays to the till the end mm-hmm. of the game. And he goes around uh, and he's like, if we were voting for the sweetest person, we yeah. might like Sonia might win or Gretchen. Yeah. And then Jervis or Joel, probably the most athletic, and Greg is the most outdoors. Yeah. He's like, if we if we vote for the most outdoors person, it'll be Greg. I'm like, Greg? Wait, what? I don't remember that quality of him. He slept in the woods. I can do that. He I've done ta- it before. Have you talked on a coconut phone before? Oh, that's true. Have you true. ever connected a coconut <laughs> to the uh, T-Mobile uh, tower? Is that what it takes to be an outdoorsy person inventing a coconut phone? I think so. Yeah, that's true. He's an outdoors inventor. Okay, I'll allow it. But he says that Richard and Kelly played the game clearly. Played. I think he says clearly played the game the best because they are the last two remaining. <laughs> Do you agree I... that Richard and Kelly played the game the best? I have trouble agreeing with that because I feel like no, I mean, maybe they did play the game best, but in a lot of ways it wasn't fair because people didn't know what the game was and everyone was kind of figuring it out. And I feel like Kelly got like, I think she's a really good competitor and she did a great job. But at the same time, I do think a lot of it was luck with being on the team that had this dark Alliance and having the opportunity to join it. Like none of the Pagong side had that opportunity to swap out like, I don't know, Colleen or Ramona with Kelly. And, you know, maybe we would have seen similar results. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's clear that Richard played the game the best. Um, yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did an outstanding job in this show. Yeah, uh, they're going to start with opening statements. Um, Kelly starts and she says that she didn't. She doesn't want to campaign too much. Yep. She tried not to take anything personally in the game. And she says, which becomes the dichotomy between her and Richard, she hopes she's not judged on how she played the game, but by the relationships that she had with the jurors. Yeah. If I were Kelly, I would also be hoping that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would too. Yeah. But... You shouldn't say it out loud, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm very good at this game, but I remembered things about your children, so please pick me. Yeah. Uh, if you think that you didn't play the game best, just keep, keep that to yourself, because if anybody is voting on who played the best game, then you just lost their vote automatically. She's trying out the Jervis strategy of putting her foot in her mouth in front of everybody at Tribal Council. Yeah. It worked for Jervis, though, it worked. for a little while. It worked for him for a long while, yeah. I uh, do like her humility here about saying that she doesn't know 
that the best person out of everyone is even here it even made it to the final two because i kind of agree with that but yeah i, I mean i, I would have voted for kelly just for saying that like i really appreciate humility yeah and people vote for <laughs> vote for kelly because she's humbled by sue so that makes sense <laughs> um richard takes a different approach of course uh, and says that he doesn't really think that they know him or Kelly, who they really are in real life. Um, yep. Which, of course, he'll lump Kelly in, but I think they kind of do know Kelly a little bit more than they know the true Richard. Oh, yeah. But he's very good about lumping them together yep. as, like, you don't know either of us. Yeah. And I, I'll, I, like, I can see that side of it, too. Like, I think, I think you're right. They probably know Kelly better, but they probably don't know each other that well either because i thought i knew these people and then when we saw like videos of like their family and all this background stuff i'm like whoa these people are just like totally normal people and they're defined by a lot more than their career choice or their last name which i also didn't know in a lot of these situations and so yeah i think they they definitely knew kelly better but rich was right that they probably didn't know him that well no no they didn't know that he just viewed them all as pawns in his game the entire time (laughs) yes that's so very very true uh he thinks it's about who played the game better so he thinks that they should vote for him he was playing a game and he had a strategy so they're very clear about why they think that the jury should vote for them and it's Mm -hmm. really a question of which side is going to have four people who vote for that reason or I guess if they pick a number correctly, could be also a reason that they get a vote. Yeah, it's it's so true that you say that because Kelly played the game worse and knew everybody better, and and she just hoped everyone voted for her because of that. And and Rich played the game better, but knew everybody worse and hoped everybody voted for him for that. So really, if you put it that way, very inconsequential. Uh, opening speeches there. Right. <laughs> I hope you pick me for how I played the game. Yep. Or didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to start the jury question phase of this tribal council, uh, which is amazing. There's so much good stuff here. And we'll we'll still hold the, the main piece to the end. We're going to start with <laughs> Jervis. And he asked a great question. Would you change anything about your time here? Um, anything, yeah. anything stick out to you here? Uh, well, first of all, the way he asked the question, he gave them the, op- the option to choose not one, or he to choose one, two, or three things. Yeah. Not four though. Just no. one, two, or three. And thankfully, uh, for my writing space here, he they only chose one thing each. Yeah. Or maybe, one and a uh, half, maybe. Yeah, one and a half, one and a half for yep. Kelly. <laughs> but I thought that was so interesting that this was clearly a question he prepared, and he gave them the option for one or two or three things that you wish you would change good question though i mean that's that's a basic question but it's something that i would like to know you know yep yeah richard says he got too comfortable with trusting what people were saying which is true because he didn't see it coming that kelly and sue would have turned against him he never would have seen that coming also such a richard thing to say that he wishes he would have trusted people even less than he already did yeah that's very true <laughs> i gave people an ounce of trust i regret that ounce of trust yeah very good 
Uh, <laughs> Kelly wouldn't have joined the Alliance, which is so funny because the Alliance is literally what got her to, not to the end, but to close to the end. And then she was able to win the challenges the whole the whole rest of the way. Um, she was basically like, I would change my game by not like strategically playing the game like even less than I did like I'm telling you that I didn't play the game hard I would play even less hard if I were to go back yeah I I think at this point she's just following through with what she said she was going to or she was hoping she would be vote voted for which is like being a nice person and getting to know people so this answer is probably not that accurate it probably is just uh like a moral plea to the or an emotional plea to the jury like oh, I really regret doing that to everybody dang it please vote for me <laughs> yep and then jenna's up next and she wants to know who they would switch themselves with if they had to pick two different people to sit in their seats and richard i think gives a much better answer here of picking rudy because of his integrity their alliance and his loyalty Mm-hmm. And he would he would also pick Greg because he thought that he was Richard's biggest competition. And then Kelly yeah. has a different approach and picks Sonia and Gretchen, who have no not in- even present no influence on the rest of the like who wins the game. She doesn't even pander also, to anyone. Also, such weird choices. Nobody knows Sonia. Like, who is she? Why would she, she plays the ukulele? Why does she deserve to make it to the end? Yep. She says it, that they were strong, smart, and honest. Okay. Well, if anything, after watching this show, if I went back and saw the first episode, I would like see no way for Sonya to make it to the end of the show. Yeah. So not a great answer. I feel like you got to at least pick Jenna because she has kids and she deserve like she mm-hmm. could use the money or something. And Jenna's the one asking the question. You got to pick people who are there in the final nine like if you didn't make it to this final nine then you really shouldn't even be in contention for this question (laughs) um i would have loved if she picked like sonia and stacy like literally the two first people that they voted off of uh doggy tribe um but no she goes with gretchen i mean i would prefer if gretchen had made it to the end also but she doesn't have a vote so you're not really winning any jury points for that right uh, Sean, no questions. Sean, uh, he's he can't say anything when Richard is present without somehow saying something super insensitive. Uh, where <laughs> he just is throwing around the the. Yeah, F- I don't think we could say that word on the show. Yeah, the, throwing around an F word. Uh, I'll say uh, several times in a span of like ten minutes on this show. Um, he just thanks Kelly for being as capable as she is, and he just basically talks about how it would be hilarious if like a gay guy wins a million dollars and is naked sometimes. Like they could have easily cut this out of the show. It was like such an inconsequential speech. It's like I don't have a question. First of all, how dare you come to the tribe? The tribe, the final tribal council, and A, you don't have a question, and B, you don't have a super like evil sounding speech if you if you're not going to do one of those things just sit down son yeah so we'll move on from sean he does say he hasn't made up his mind i think he made up his mind because he wanted to get his quote in about you know yeah (laughs) yeah uh 
Colleen gets up and she He was nice. She just <laughs> she's like he was nice and then she's like looking like an evil villain like rubbing her hands together yeah. like oh man. But then it turns out she's kidding about that and she's not yeah. going to roast them because uh that's Sue's job. Yeah. Uh, for later. They probably talked about this and they're like okay, be kind of nice to them cuz I'm going to destroy Kelly. Um she just asked what three character traits are most important to getting them to the end. Um, Kelly says faith, strong will, and likability, which is a hilarious thing to say about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I think my likability is the most uh, one of the three most important things. I'll give Kelly some slack here. This is like my least favorite interview question ever, and it somehow uh, some version of this question seems to pop out in so many pop up in so many interviews like where you have to describe positive char characteristics about yourself but you want to seem humble but it's like i don't know like like i don't really blame her for saying that she's likable or i don't know i would have definitely struggled to find uh three things to say about myself she's definitely likable and she does say like maybe just a tiny bit of likability yeah so she says a tinge of yeah, likability yeah so she tries to be uh tries to be humble here i just thought it was funny that that was like <laughs> yeah my likability yeah uh, right guys yeah i, I hope so because <laughs> yeah. i want you to vote for who you liked more so I right. that i'm more likable um richard says and here's where we get the uh <laughs> the comeback from colleen he says self <laughs> self-awareness uh observation and ethics and ethics right after he said observation colleen's like but then you didn't do so good in the game the other day. Yeah, I I really didn't know she was talking about the game. That's so funny. That is so true, though. I, I what, what was his response to that? I, he I says remember. that he wasn't talking about observation of, like, learning about people's, like, backgrounds. He's talking mm. about observing when people were, like, going to come vote him out or, like, scheming against him. So he was observing, like, Kelly's getting close to Jenna and Colleen, like, that worries me i want to vote out kelly now yeah nice dodge there rich he's like oh oh not that type of observation a different type yeah <laughs> yep um and he says that he played as ethically as possible um i don't think i <laughs> I, I it's that's I, an interesting i don't think statement. that's really true yeah he he didn't cheat no so it by that in that way, he did play ethically, but I mean, he played he's... ethically. I don't think he played as ethically as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's that is definitely true. Like I think Sonya played as ethically as possible. <laughs> I'm just here to play my little ukulele. Yeah, I don't want to step on anybody's feet. Oh no, I'm being voted off. Oh well. Yeah. Rudy gets up there. He also doesn't ask a question, but I'll cut him some slack because he just wants to let everybody know how dumb he feels <laughs> about his mistake yesterday. He was given the floor for one final time, and he just needed to get that off his chest. I just feel so dumb about how I did in that challenge. I know you guys are all probably still thinking about this. I don't have nothing to say to these two. I just like to let everybody here know how dumb I feel after the mistake I made yesterday. They weren't even there. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's response to that was so good. He says, okay. Okay. 
Like he's did they not vet any of these things beforehand? It really seems like Jeff is like, all right. Would have been cool if you had something nice, awesome to say there or something, but you can say that if you want. Yep. And then Greg is going up next, and uh, also a pretty and- middling like way to vote, right? What, choose a number between one and ten. I didn't get it. He said he told Richard to choose a number between one and ten, and then Kelly to choose a number between one and seven. Did he say one and seven? Yeah. I did not catch that. I'll have to go back. I thought they each had to pick between one and ten. No, I I didn't understand, and I still don't understand what he was meaning by that. I didn't get the joke. I'm gonna operate under the assumption that he said ten, and it just like sounded weird on the on the episode. Okay, maybe. But so Richard starts with seven, and what what's maybe. the what's the second response if somebody if the first person says seven? The best you answer have to pick one, is six, six. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he was like testing her to see if she like did the one to ten game correctly, but she picks three. Yeah, <laughs> terrible, terrible answer. Well, maybe that game was new at the time; people hadn't played it that much. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, maybe he's he kind of like laughs as or the jury like laughs as he's walking back. So I wonder if they were like. What a dum dum! She didn't pick six. Yeah, and Jeff is basically like ah, classic Greg doing another one of his Gregors. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of debate on whether he was actually making them choose a number, or if he was just gonna decide like the number after they guessed it to you know vote for Richard. Because I don't see any reason why Greg would actually vote for Kelly. It seems like Richard was playing a game more similar to himself oh yeah yeah i don't think i think he did that as a joke and that did not play into his vote at all yeah i'm glad that you feel that way uh (laughs) yeah uh then we get to the the main event which is sue guns a blazing uh this out of nowhere out of nowhere really based on the other six jurors but not if you heard her say that she's coming in guns a blazing before (laughs) That's true. Before this segment, and this is uh, this is known now as the snakes and rats speech, um, in Survivor lore, yeah. um, and it's one of the most famous TV moments. Um, yeah, I responded physically and verbally. I watched this episode uh, in a room by myself, and I was still like, "Whoa! I cannot believe she just said that on TV, national television." I wish there was a studio audience here uh, <laughs> responding to everything with like, ooh. ooh. What, what, what were some of your favorite parts of this? Uh, I mean. Are there any parts the, that aren't your favorite? <laughs> of of the entire speech? The whole thing is great to me. I love this whole well, thing. Well, first of all, just starting out with Rich and just throwing the man a softball, being like, yeah. Like, she had nice things to say. And she's like, yeah, but you had kind of also had an inability to recognize your own or admit your own failure. And I was like, Whoa, okay. And then just like full deep dive into Kelly's soul, take Be- her down. Before she talks about Kelly, she, yeah, she says that your inability to admit your failures without going into a whiny speech makes you a bit of a loser in life. That's pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. What? Okay. First of all, yeah, she says, 
he ba she basically hints that Rich is a failure. She calls, she says, because Kelly's two-faced, that's why she's a failure. She's talking to the two potential winners of the show. She's the failure. <laughs> she already lost to these guys. I don't get it. Yeah, and she starts in Kelly's section of her speech calling her the rafting persona queen. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. I mean, I, I do love the, like, it's such a creative speech, like calling Richard the snake and Kelly the rat, and she's like, neither of these guys are good, but it's just nature for the snake to eat the rat, so let's make that happen tonight. Yep. My favorite part is... You did get stomped on on national TV by a city boy that never swam, let alone been in the woods or jungle or rode a boat in his life. You sucked on that game. <laughs> Wait, did she say that to Richard? She's saying that to Kelly. Oh, she did. Because okay. she lost to Jervis in the in the like the paddling competition earlier in the season. Oh, yeah. She's like, you even sucked at like your job <laughs> of doing water stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she really held on to that. She probably comforted. Com didn't she comfort her for that at the time too? She's like she did, but you said after that that she's only doing that because they were in the same alliance. Ah, uh, I was right. You were right. Ah, uh, I was right about something on this show. Yes, yeah, but I mean we can't. I know we talked about it at the beginning of this episode, but we can't gloss over the if you were on the side of the road or whatever and had no water and were dying. I wouldn't give you water, and I would let buzzards or vultures or whatever just eat you. Yeah, she says that Kelly won't get her vote, and she hopes that it's the one vote that makes her lose yeah. the money. Um, and she says, But if I were ever pass you along in life again, and you were laying there dying of thirst, I would not give you a drink of water. I would let the vultures take you and do whatever they want with you with no ill regrets. Literally, that's murder. <laughs> she took Kelly sliding her slightly on a game show TV thing so personally that she told her that she would let her die if in real life, outside of the show. She took it that personally. Incredible. Yeah, this is... The same woman... Who I'm sorry to cut you off, but the same woman who before was saying stuff Richard was saying. It's just a game. These people are taking it way too seriously. This is how you play the game. Well, she made it more personal than anybody on this show has. Everybody else is letting bygones be bygones. Uh, not Susan. And I am kind of happy about it because that was definitely the best speech of the entire show and the best lines came out of it. Yep. The snake should eat the rat as uh, Mother Nature intended it to be. Um, That's poetic. Yeah, it's really good. And especially just with the imagery, the whole season of Richard being the rat, it's, it's or the snake, sorry. It's so mm -hmm. perfect. And then uh, we're going to go from there into closing statements. And Kelly starts with, Sue, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> Just like the most professional, it's like they're in a, a business meeting. He's like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, ma'am, but uh, just continues on her way. Yeah, it's like a customer like is calling <laughs> yeah. customer service and then just gives this speech to them, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, this is I'm doing, I'm just doing my job. I I gotta give 
it to Kelly here for keeping her emotions in check here because I definitely would have been so emotional and so tempted to be like, excuse me, what? That's literally insane. You're an insane person. Don't, why are you talking to me like this? Oh man. She says that she doesn't think anybody is free of mistakes in this game or in life really. So it's, it's a good, it's a good response from Kelly who basically just got put down so hard on TV in front of everyone. 51.7 million people saw this. Dang. I would have loved to be at one of those survivor parties when I was five years old, just so I could see how the reaction was to that. Yeah. Uh, Rich says that he wouldn't change anything about how he played the game, which is interesting because he did say he would change, that he wouldn't have trusted people as much. But I think he's saying, like, I don't regret playing the way I did. Yeah. And then we're going to get to the vote. And at this point, do you have, do you think Richard is, is going to win or do you still think Kelly's going to win? I could see it going any way at this point, but I had this this pit in my stomach that said Richard was going to take this thing. And even though that speech was so weird and strangely personal, it was inspiring about letting nature take its course. The show is about surviving in nature. It just seemed so fitting. Yeah. I feel like even I could have been swayed by that vote or that speech to vote for Richard. Yeah. I don't know. It would have been kind of awkward to like air that and then Kelly wins. Yeah, so it, that it, is true. The show is probably really happy that Richard wins because like that speech would just be like a nothing burger if Kelly just wins four to three. But it would have made Jervis's speech more powerful. I really did like Jervis's confession so good i i loved how she just he he points the spotlight right back at susan saying like that's a crazy thing to say because you did things you did the same things and you did worse things than this person he says sue is trife yeah yeah a sore loser sore loser and trife um he hopes kelly wins and can stuff it in sue's face yeah that and that it would have been so beautiful um yeah he says she was happy to do the same thing to everyone else that she put uh, Kelly down for, which is so true. So yeah. true. Yep. Uh, Jenna also votes for Kelly. Um, she thinks she was, she had aspects that like make a survivor and she gets the vibe that Kelly is a great person and feels bad after Sue's speech. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see Jenna vote for Kelly. Uh, and then good, good boy, Sean, not vote for Kelly because he's the guy who's always like, ah, just play the neutral game, you know, just whoever's a good guy. I just want to be good. Then he votes for the snake. Well, he says that Kelly was more deceptive and manipulative than Richard was. Um, <laughs> oh, so it's probably just a classic example of uh, Sean not being a hundred percent sure of what's happening at any moment. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't touch on, uh, I love, how Sue says manipulative. She says ma- manipulative uh, in her speech. It was I a tough people one. People say her. that in the in the Midwest. They say manipulative. I've I've yet to pick that up. Uh, well, we're in the Midwest, and I just said it that way. You did. Yeah, <laughs> that's how people say it, I guess. Um, he calls Rich a scoundrel, but he likes him in some bizarre manner. Uh, and then he goes on about the the same quote that he said earlier uh, about. Yeah, well, I won't repeat it, but 
He just has to bring back what he thinks is yeah. so, so funny. Um, weird. The idea it's, it's of Richard weird. having a million dollars is hilarious for some reason. So uh, then Colleen is up and she's like, this is awful, <laughs> really. And she says, you know what? Take it and do what you want with yep. it. Um, yeah, she's over it. She just yeah. wants it to end. She says, maybe this will make you nice. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Which you would think she's talking about Richard, but yeah. she's talking about Kelly. I, I didn't get the impression that Kelly was mean, personally. No, no just confused, if, I think, more yeah. than mean. Yeah, she was just struggling with which which way do I go. She was being pulled in multiple directions. So, But Colleen says that she was swayed um, when she, like during the tribal council, because Kelly said that she had a will a strong will and that's what got her to the end and she appreciated that uh that answer and she said rich doesn't need the money sue no surprise votes for richard because he's honest about why he's here and then rudy of course also votes for richard because he's fulfilling his obligation of their alliance to the end yeah i again gotta hand it to rudy for staying true to his was what, what was he like a navy seal was that what he yeah. was Yep. Staying true to those roots and being loyal to the end to his team, even though uh, it's not my favorite strategy. Clearly, it's the best strategy. Uh, and even after the game, he's being loyal. And uh, I don't think there's really any reason for that, but I still get, like, I still kind of respect him for it. Yeah. And then they save Greg to the end because it's a very. They didn't show it. They don't show Greg's vote because uh, the it's number the game is going to be the tiebreaker for this <laughs> million-dollar game. It's going to be who oh. picks the best number between one and ten. I didn't even think about that. Like Sue, Sue doesn't get to be the the deciding factor. It's it's a random, or apparently randomly uh, selected uh, vote. Yep. And uh, Richard is really struggling here. He's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> He's like, uh, I need some oxygen and water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeff reads the votes. It just flip-flops Richard Kelly, Richard Kelly, Richard Kelly. And we've seen all six of these votes. So we're really just waiting for the seventh vote. And the winner of the first Survivor competition is Rich. Yeah. It's crazy to be at the end. To see Richard who once sat on a treetop and looked down on everybody with a knowing smile. <laughs> he just laughed at them. They have no idea what they're doing. And now at the very end here, he stands being completely right. Yeah. He, he, he had it. He, he knew what was going on the whole time. Really I, incredible. I wish we got to see him try to like hoist the treasure chest above his head, <laughs> the million dollars in cash. Uh, but we don't, we don't get to see that. I wish Jeff would have just driven in the or driven in the car right through the jungle, like here's your car, buddy. Yeah, the Pontiac Aztec. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's it's funny after they announce Richard as the winner, all the jury like comes over and it's basically like a handshake line. And game, I was reminded, yeah, good game. good game. And then when Kelly sees Sue, it's like you suck. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's one of those things. Like Sue just kind of stands there menacingly, and obviously Kelly. Like, I, there's no, like, even if I wanted to be a good sport, I would not. I was like, hold on. You just told me you would let me die in real life. Yeah. I think I think we're done. I don't want to touch you. 
yeah, they want to look at you. Yeah, I think Sue might be trying to be like, I don't know, making nice, but it's impossible. How can he make nice after something like that? No, it's it's a very funny situation that Sue is just standing there. Um, and then we have one final word from Richard, which is kind of a like a weirdly placed scene i think he's just like sitting there and he's like reflecting on the game that he played yeah um he doesn't know what he's going to be doing with the money and he hopes to improve the lives of his of the people he cares about um yeah yeah so i i do want to and i'll be the one to point this out even though it's incredibly obvious and not a very good joke but rich is his name and also a description of his monetary value now as a person so maybe it was the way things were meant to wrap up this whole time it, both in terms of him being the snake and him being named rich uh, <laughs> it has to just be be this way that richard wins the money um, good job rich good game it feels like i lost to rich and i i need to get in the lineup good job buddy you, you really did play a good one you yeah, knew what was been, going on this whole time it's been 11 Sur- Scott survived Survivor episodes of you basically rooting against Richard in some form or fashion. And, I admit uh, defeat. He still got it done. So can't wait to see what happens in season two. First, we're gonna uh, have a final a reunion episode of our own, so to speak, and oh, talk yeah. about the reunion episode of this. Um, any final thoughts on the game portion of this first season? Uh, I have loved this journey so much uh just seeing i feel like even in season one this show has evolved it feels like they've gotten better at making episodes and choosing games that are fun to watch and also like just interesting games in general um it's yeah this it's been so like just a cinematic just crazy like dramatic ride um and yeah i can't wait to see what the future holds for survivor (laughs) you have survived one one game of survivor not quite a full season because of the reunion episode but uh you're doing great we're like so nearly 140th 140th of the way through uh of the existing episodes and there are more to come with season 41 uh on the horizon in the real time so it's been it's been fun and uh we will be back for talking about the reunion which probably maybe a bit of a shorter episode and we'll wrap up the season as well so thank you everybody for listening uh congratulations to richard enjoy your million dollars and your car do you think you still have any of that million dollars 20 years later i don't think i can answer that without like spoiling people's uh people's lives so uh (laughs) okay i will i will hold back on that but i didn't um, know that was a spoiler well We'll, I'm sure we'll get to it at some point in the future. So All thank right. you again, listeners, and uh, we'll see you here next time. Take care. See ya. This island is pretty much full of only two things, snakes and rats. And in the end of Mother Nature, we have Richard the snake, who knowingly went after prey, and Kelly, who turned into the rat that ran around like the rats do on this island, trying to run from the snake. I feel we owe it to the islands, spirits that we have learned to come to know, to let 
it be in the end the way Mother Nature intended it to be, for the snake to eat the rat.